Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are so happy to have you here with us. Today, we are talking about something that's really important, especially this time of the year. We are talking about rest. Yes. So we all need more of it. We all need more of it. That's exactly (laughs) right. We just felt like this was, again, a really important topic to talk about, especially as we are in that final like rush of the year and that there's so much going on with the holidays and events and family things and wrapping projects up at work and all sorts of different things that we just felt like this was a good reminder in this busy season that so many of us are in um, to talk about rest and some maybe misconceptions around rest or things that you may have never thought about when it comes to rest. Um, So the first thing we want to do is talk about the different types of rest. So Abigail, do you want to kind of break down those um, few different types of rest that we want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got five main um, buckets of rest. So the most obvious one is physical, right? So if you're like physically wiped out, have no more energy, no more go-go juice, need to lay down and sleep. So everyone knows like that's easy to relate to. Like you've just been pushing too hard or you've had some late nights or whatever that means. So obviously physical rest is really important, like for your health, like your true body health, your body completely rejuvenates as you sleep and you need that good deep REM sleep. Um, really it's like eight to nine, eight to nine hours a night is like ideal. I think kind of the world thinks like seven, but really I'm sure most of the world's getting like five. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and that's not very much. Um, so physical rest is really good. Um, And this is the most obvious one when people think of rest. Then the next one is mental rest. So, you know, like when you've been like working on a project at work, like you're just for like an hour or so, like really intensive, like you're maybe outlining this new presentation or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like your brain just like stops working. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just like you have no more thoughts to put into it. So that's when you hit like a mental wall, like you need a mental break, right? So you like normally get up from your desk, walk around take 30 minutes, do whatever, like completely take your brain away from that thought process of what you were doing before. And so mental rest is equally as important because just like your physical body, you've got to give your brain a, a break too. Um, Cause there's, there's definitely like a law of diminishing returns at some point throughout your day, or if, especially if you're doing any kind of professional work, um, you know, like you can't, I know, like when I was in a nine to five setting, pretty much three o'clock was my cutoff point. (laughs) After 3 p.m., I could not do any major creative or thought provoking tasks. I had to do like my thoughtless tasks at that point through the rest of the day Um, because you're more sharp in the morning. And so that really helps, um, you know, with that, that aspect. Um. Emotional rest, I think this is one people really overlook until you're literally like having a breakdown, crying over like a can of spilled beans or something. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna like almost bust out laughing because every time I say that, like I can just think of Bluey for all those who know Bluey, the yes. granny episode. I slipped on my beans. <laughs> um 
Anyway, sorry, total mom side moment there, but emotional rest is definitely a a necessity. And I think everyone's been there, right? When you've just, you have hit a massive wall and the littlest thing just sets you off, right? Whether that's an anger, just a breakdown of tears, but you know how amazing you normally feel after like that good hard cry? Mm, Yes. (laughs) Because you've just bottled up all those emotions. Like you've not given them a chance to actually process. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we could go maybe with someone on a future episode, a whole deep dive into that, yeah. like how to actually process emotions and whatnot. But if you don't like give your ch- your body a chance to truly process them and your mind to process them, they're just going to get backed up and backed up and backed up and burst off the seams, so to speak, um, normally in some kind of breakdown. Um, So emotional rest is good. And so I think that could be things like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example here, but like, like when you know you're getting really overwhelmed, right, with something, it could be a season of life you're in, a really tough project at work, something, and you every day just feels really overwhelming. You need to find ways to reduce that overwhelm, Mm -hmm. right? If that means you need to go on a walk if you need to take a step back take a day off you know have some quiet space whatever let your coworkers know you know every day from 10 to noon my my door's shut you cannot bother me cuz i'm i've got to stay focused or whatever um that really gives you a chance to really set those boundaries and have an emotional break mm-hmm. um and then the last two and then we can like kind of go through these even further as we like talk about some other things but mm-hmm. Um, social rest. So I'm, I am naturally an introvert for sure. I feel rejuvenated when I'm alone by myself and Mm -hmm. not around a lot of people. So yeah, if you've got a demanding, like a job or a part of your life, that's very socially, you know, inclined, right? So maybe you're a salesperson, maybe, um, I don't know, you have to do a lot of like, schmoozing at your job or you're part of the PTA at your kid's school and you're dealing with a lot of personalities all the time. Like sometimes you just got to take a step back from all the people and like give yourself a break because Mm -hmm. if you're you're constantly in front of people all the time, that, I mean, especially for someone like me who'd rather kind of be by myself in the corner, (laughs) that would be really hard to do that like all day, every day. Right. Um, and that could even be with your friend group. Sometimes you just need a little small break from your friends or your family. I mean, I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's not. It's just like, hey, I've been around you a lot lately and I love you so much, but everyone needs their personal space to kind of rejuvenate and come back. Like it's mm-hmm. not a negative thing. It's right. just, you just need a, need a minute to take a breather. Um, and this one, I think you and I were talking about before we hit record was creative rest. Most people don't think of it as rest, but everyone has a creative outlet in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's you are very artistic or you like knitting or baking, cooking, gardening, you know, outdoorsy something. Like sometimes you get rest, even though you're like physically doing things, but it you're doing a happy thing for you. Right. So it's like it's almost not like rest it's more like rejuvenation of the joyful bucket of life (laughs) I would call it that way um you know so I know like you you're very creative and artistic and love to do little things whether it's like a little watercolor thing or just go buy flowers and arrange them Mm um you know so everyone has their own version of that creative rest and most people don't think about that as rest but like I said 
it's more of just like refilling that joy bucket, which then just rejuvenates you in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love all these different kind of buckets of rest. And I think that's a helpful way to kind of assess what your relationship with rest looks like um, is to break it down in these categories and figure out, okay, what what maybe do I need to prioritize in this season of life um, based off of, you know, what's what's going on, right? Right. And, and I think the big part of all of this is understanding what your limits are. Right. Yes. And I think knowing like because this applies to every different type of types, every type of rest that we talked about, like physical rest, like you have to know that if you if you can if you can work out for like, you know, four hours a day every day, like that's that's a lot on your body. But you maybe you've trained up to be able to do that. Or maybe you know that all you can do is walk and do yoga and you know what your limit is. And like none of there's no shame in that, but it's also just understanding what your body needs um, and acknowledging that and not pushing yourself to a limit that's going to affect other areas of your life. A hundred percent agreed. Yeah. And that's and I think it kind of goes back to our boundaries episode a few weeks ago of Mm -hmm. you've got to set boundaries for yourself in all these areas of rest so that you're not tipping the scales too far in the wrong direction, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not like literally falling asleep driving to work because you've got no sleep or having an emotional breakdown or having an outburst in a social setting because you're just tired of being around people or whatever that looks like. Um, And so you've got to like set those boundaries. So you you are respecting and honoring all of your buckets of rest, which then rejuvenates you, you know, on a more consistent basis. And just like we say in our boundaries episode, it makes you a better person for yourself, Mm -hmm. for your partner, for your spouse, for your family, for your friends, your workplace, and the, you know, the domino effect in a positive way just keeps going. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think with so many things in life, our idea of what rest should look like can vary depending on how it's been modeled to us and also just with the circle of people that we surround ourselves with. Right. And so I think it's really common to think that rest has to be a week long vacation Mm -hmm. on the beach where you're unplugged and doing nothing. Right. And that seems like such a like ideal like pie in the sky, like reality, like, you know, from a like actual, you know, PTO standpoint to a financial right. standpoint to like everything, like every everything like that seems like, oh, like that's only something I can do like every couple of years, right? Just depending right. on where you are and in life, right? But I think something that I've been reflecting on a lot recently is the idea of micro rest or micro breaks, and how mm. important that is um, and how that can be maybe even more beneficial than waiting to waiting for a, a vacation to actually take time to rest, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and or in a creative way, right? And so really the idea behind this is what can you do on a weekly, daily basis, monthly basis to prioritized rest for yourself because sometimes it's like, Oh, like I know I need rest, but then it's like, well, I don't have time to carve out a full day or an evening or a Mm -hmm. week, or I don't have PTO to take, 
or I've got, you know, a family that I'm juggling with and like I'm Mm -hmm. taking care of people so I don't have time to take care of take care of myself. Like we often use time as an excuse to prioritize our rest. And I think that's very easy to do. And again, it goes back to setting those boundaries. But this idea of how we can sprinkle in these micro breaks every day, I think is so, so important because it's, it's basically the same thing as sleep, right? Like you can't look at your Mm -hmm. week ahead of you and say, okay, I need eight hours of sleep every day. Why don't I just cram that all into Monday and then I'll be good to go for the rest of the week. Like (laughs) that's not how your body works. Like it's just, it's not how it works. I think we can use that analogy when we address rest, not just like the physical sleep that you need every night, but what can you do to prioritize rest on a regular basis? Um, Mm -hmm. And so what are examples that of this could look like? Um, Like I know for me, something that I really benefit from is the box breathing. Like we've talked about this before on previous episodes of like breathing in for four, holding for four, exhaling for four, and just repeating that cycle Mm -hmm. over and over again. And doing that for like literally five minutes, like can change my day. Oh, for sure. Because. Yeah. Because it, it makes you stop. Yes. And pause. Yes. And take a moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's free. Like it doesn't cost money. Like I think we'd all love to be able to like go good massage every week, once a month, whatever it might be. Um, and maybe you can do that and maybe you can't. Um, but just taking the five minutes to breathe every day, again, it's free and it's something you can do and it's a, it's a way that you can rest. Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you can think about it too in ways that aren't just like, you know, I need a day of being a couch potato and binging Netflix yes, kind of rest too. Yes. Like, like think of it, I'm thinking about our episode with Tracy Jones and decision fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. Like think of it of how can you do some things, like create some systems to give you more time down the road for future self. Yes. Like what can you do today to give your future self more time? And so then you have say a spare 30 minutes, an hour, two hours in your future days to do whatever you want with, whether that's sit down or, you know, paint or bake or spend time with family or take a nap or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. You know, it's even things like meal prepping. I don't think people, I mean, people think about it as like, it saves them time, you know, as in like, because all I have to do is like heat some food up later. But think of it too, in the fact that if you just spent an extra 20 minutes one night, doubling your batch of food or whatever, then you might have three or four days worth of meals. So what's an average meal take take for someone to cook for like, say a family for say 30 minutes to an hour? Mm-hmm. Well, and all you have to do is take 10 minutes now to heat things up and throw a little salad together. Like think of all that time you've gotten back right? that you could fill in the blank with, right? Like I said, just take a moment, you know, maybe go on a walk, like actually spend a few more extra minutes with your kids that mm-hmm. evening or whatever that might be. Um, and then like also think of it too. I My counselor told me this forever ago and I'll never forget it. She's like, even if it's just running errands, um, if you can just do it by yourself sometimes and not say have the kids or the spouse or whoever with you, sometimes that's rest in itself. Yeah, you're still physically like running around doing things, mm-hmm. but how much easier is it just to go by yourself and run errands so much easier 
Yeah. And so you can really even maybe carve out and say like, hey, you know, say husband, um, on Saturday, I need you to be available to hang out with the kids for the half the day. I'm going to just go run errands, but I need to do it by myself because mm-hmm. that could be a mental rest and an emotional rest yeah. you, that you might not have known you needed. So, yeah, I think almost like, like you said, breaking that, um, what's the word, um, myth, so to speak, that mm-hmm. rest has to be couch potato binging Netflix all day kind of a thing. Right. And I think there's something too about like, is that the healthiest type of rest? Like, sure. I think everyone can, might enjoy, you know, having an evening where you're just watching movies and you're not doing anything like there's, there's no problem with that. But like, is, could there be a better version of rest that's going to actually be more rejuvenating for you? You know, and so I think all of this is just like, how do you redefine rest for yourself Mm -hmm. um, in general? Like, is it can let's can it be more than just a vacation? Can be more than just a um, a movie night or lounging around Mm -hmm. the house or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think part of the emotional side of this, too, like the emotional rest is having in the social rest, too, is like, who are the people that are like filling you up when you talk oh, to them for sure. versus the people that you talk to and you're just like drained after yeah. the conversation. Right. Oh, it's so true. Because yeah. like, I know like when Abigail and I get to spend time, like that fills my bucket. Like, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's rest in its own way because yeah. you know, we're such good friends and like we, we pour into each other and it just like rejuvenate, reju- rejuvenates us in a different way than it is spending time with other people in our life. Like it's just different, a different relationship. Right. And so, um, I think it's just, again, how do, how do you redefine what rest looks like? Um, and then how do you create those systems to, you know, really help with that decision fatigue that Tracy Mm -hmm. Jones talked about? Um, so at the end of the day, you're not having to make, you know, a ton of decisions and you're mentally like you have like you've had no time to rest mentally throughout the day. Right. Exactly. And I think the other part of this too, like you said, redefining what rest is to you. Also being honest with yourself about rest. Um, I've experienced this personally. I was telling you this earlier before we we started recording. Like how much have, have we preached about sleep being like super important, right? Like mm-hmm. a million times. I'm naturally a night owl. I've always been that way. And in um, all my years, it's, it's so easy for me to be up till midnight, no problem. And then I struggle bus hardcore every morning because mm-hmm. I just, I don't have enough sleep. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a get up and go tackle the day. And so two, about two-ish weeks or so ago, my husband and I implemented a no f- cell phones after 9 p.m. rule in our house. And it was a, number one, it was a huge eye opener. A, the amount of time we're both just on our phones doing aimlessly ridiculous dumb things that like that don't bring us value of life (laughs) at all the b it was more because it's like okay turn off your phone and go to bed basically is why we started it more for me he's really easy like when he's tired he just goes to bed doesn't matter what time it is Mm -hmm. more for me and so really like without my phone or watching tv or doing anything i was like well might as well just go to bed i have nothing else to do Mm -hmm. and i feel so much better (laughs) (laughs) i love that and I know it's so 
silly because I keep telling people, you need sleep, you need sleep. And here I was not really getting, I was probably getting six-ish hours of sleep on average. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting like eight or nine every night. And I'm still, I mean, I'm up at 6 a.m. with my daughter to take her to school. But like, I'm like in bed, like nine, nine fifteen or so now. Um, and so, yeah, I think also it's like really being honest. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Like before these past two weeks, when if someone would have asked me, do I get enough rest? I've been like, yeah, I do. I get great rest. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And now I really get good rest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny because I, I think something I've like, over the last several years have realized too the difference between vacations and trips. Um, cause to me, they're very different. Like a vacation is like really when you are able to unplug and relax and be rejuvenated to some degree versus a trip is like, we're going somewhere, we're exploring, we're doing all the things. And it's like, we're going to the museum, we're going to the park, we're going to this exhibit, we're going like, we're doing all like the touristy things. And Mm -hmm. sure, there might be rest involved because you're getting away and it's not your same usual routine and things like that. But it's not necessarily restful or you're like, you know, wrangling the family. So there's not a lot of rest in that way as well. (laughs) Right. Um, And so I remember like one of my first trips that I took with my husband. Well, this was while we were dating. We did a a week long beach trip and like, and I was like, okay, like let's, what's the plan? What are we doing today? Like day one, like, okay, what's the schedule kind of a thing. And and he was like, we're just hanging out the beach. I'm like, what do you mean? We're just, we're what? We're just hanging out. (laughs) Like, I don't I'm understand. Sorry, where's the agenda? <laughs> yeah. Cause like that number one, that's just who I am having an agenda and having a plan. But also yeah. like, that's kind of what we did like growing up when we went on vacations mm-hmm. and whatnot as a family, it was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to go do, go and do and see the things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of a new concept when uh, my husband and I started dating like, Oh, like we're literally just hanging out and no agenda. And that was like wild for me. And like, once I like my, it took like three days or so Mm -hmm. for my body to fully relax. And then, (laughs) and then I didn't want to leave because I was like, this is amazing. Like, I feel so great because I'm, I tend to be just like a go, go, go person and don't even realize that I need rest. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that was really eye opening for me um, and something yeah. that he and I try to be intentional about, like when we do plan trips, vacations, whatever we want to whatever label we want to put on it. Um, like what time are we carving out for rest versus adventures versus, right. you know, is is family time like all of that mm-hmm. um, I think is important um, as well, because you can book a trip and then like. I love Disney, but Disney is not necessarily a right a, a restful trip because you are you're no. going all day long and it's fun and you have a great time, but it's not like yeah. you're necessarily getting your great, you know, 8 hours of sleep because you're waking up and you're getting there while it's dark outside. Right? right. Yeah, and walking like 400 miles a day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um again, redefining what rest looks yep. like to you. Hi friends, I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor, Flash Marketing Solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you friends. When we first started The Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. 
But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be Getsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. So something that I thought was really interesting. Um, so if you guys don't follow Adam Grant, um, mm-hmm. we highly recommend that you do. He has some just really incredible content out there. Um He's got a podcast of his own, um, but he posted something recently from one of his podcast episodes, and it was about um, long vacations rarely cure burnout. They usually bring temporary relief. The frequency of time off from work matters more than the duration. Two separate week-long vacations are more restorative than a two-week trip. Regular breaks are vital to well-being. When I saw that, yep. I was like, dang, that is such a good information that people need to hear. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it really ties back to those, to what we we're saying about regular breaks. Yeah. You know, and yeah. not just like do it. holding it all in and just like, I'm just going to make it through until whatever event, whatever project at work, and then I'll rest. Like, that's not how your body works. Mm-mm. You know, but that's how hustle culture society has trained us. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. And we you get praised for, oh, you're juggling 500 things at once and you look amazing. And oh my gosh, you got that dinner cooked and blah, blah, blah. And this and that you go girl. Mm-hmm. No, I'm calling BS on all that right mm-hmm. now. Like that is not <laughs> sustainable yes. yeah. for a lifetime at all. Yeah. Success needs to look like different rest needs to be demonstrated in success. Yes. Not yes. just here's what I've achieved. Here's what I have like accomplished at work yeah. or life or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, the hustle culture, if I think about it, cause like you just said, like, like that go, go, go mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was so you and I a handful yeah. years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I don't take vacations. I have all this unused PTO time. And it was like a badge of honor. Looking mm-hmm. back, that's so dumb. It, yeah. <laughs> we, so you know dumb. what I'm saying? People do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's like a badge of honor. You don't take time off. Mm-hmm. No, that's called an emotional, unhealthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. And again, some of that goes back to, you know, not only how you were raised and it was modeled for you growing up, mm-hmm. but also what's modeled for you at work. You yeah. Know, like, mm-hmm. cause what's you, the culture there? What's the culture? Like, does your supervisor, like tell you that, Hey, go take your vacation and we're not going to reach out to you when you do. Are they taking their own vacation and modeling that that's okay? Um, mm-hmm. cause you know, like why have PTO if you're never going to use it? Right. Like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just such, it's just so silly. I think in so many ways that, that the hustle culture, a just still exists. And, but B it's like you said, like if, if you are in a culture setting in your workplace that no one takes a day off 
people are always not even if like they're super sick or whatever, you know, right? Or if they do take vacation, they're like, don't worry, you can reach me at any time because I bought the data plan for my cruise ship. Mm -hmm. No, like that's not a healthy place to be. Right. And it's, and I know Americans are the worst about it. I've, you know, I've seen so many memes. It's just like, you know, here's how a European's away message is. It's mm -hmm. like, I'll be out of the office for two weeks. Good luck call somebody else, you know, and Americans are like, I'm going in for kidney surgery, but you can text me. I'll just be out of pocket from two to three hours, you right. know, like, right. Yeah. It's, there's no badge of honor. You do not get a gold star at the end of the day for battling through, pushing through and never taking a break. What you mm -hmm. get is burnout. You get a mental breakdown and you get physical and emotional issues. That's what you get. And you're not showing up as your best self in any mm -hmm. area of your life. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Rest is important. It is. And I think what we're really trying to say is like, you've got to just figure out what that looks like in your world. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, whether that's, you know, every Sunday afternoon, it is, you don't schedule anything, no kids activities, no social activities, no nothings. And you know, that is your time to just reset for your week, get yourself ready or whatever. Or if it's, at every, you know, every evening at 8.30, 9 o'clock, all technology goes off. You can read a book. You can crochet, doodle, whatever, but then go to bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. or, it's or it's after yeah. lunch every day, you go for a walk outside and don't bring your phone or screens and you just mm -hmm. take a walk. Or yeah, it's, take 10 minutes. Or mm -hmm. like literally just like go make yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in between yeah. your projects. Yeah, exactly. Like, just step away, breathe, yeah. all that. Because I think, I think part of the, like rest is so underrated, but I think mm -hmm. rest and reflection has the same opportunity for growth as failure, failures and ac accomplishments do. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, because I think we're so used to like achieving, checking off to-do lists, like moving, you know, along the track. Um, and there's definitely lots of growth in there too, but pausing and resting and reflection in general, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of beauty in it that it's really easy just to like fast forward to the next thing without taking a step back and say, Hey, look how far I've come mm -hmm. or Hey, like I really loved that hike. Like I got to experience the sunset on that hike mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, I think there's, there's beauty in that type of acknowledgement and pace and, um, going like everything you said about boundaries and knowing your limits mm -hmm. and knowing your the circle of people that you surround yourself that are modeling things like that is all so, so important. Um, mm -hmm. and so I think just as we wrap up this year, um, especially since it is so busy and there's so much going on, um, how, how can you add a little bit of rest into your daily routine? Um, even if that's like pulling into your driveway and waiting like five minutes before you go in or, um, you know, again, making that cup of coffee, going for a walk, calling a friend. Or literally sitting still and doing absolutely nothing. I would, that is oh. so hard for me to do. It's so hard. We need to have like trying. a stillness challenge. 
Oh, yeah, it's a good one. I you would know, not do very well at it. But I, I would either try. would I. But that just says how much you and I both need it um, yeah, at the same it's time. Because so that is very mm-hmm. hard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rest is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, it literally can save your life <laughs> mm-hmm. in so many ways. There's a reason that it was used as a form of lack of sleep was used as a form of torture way back in the day because it's not yeah. okay to do. Yeah. You know, so it's. You've got to, like we keep preaching, you have to take care of yourself mm-hmm. because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody mm-hmm. or do anything and you're not at your best version mm-hmm. to be living life fully. And I think rest is one of those key foundations of everything we talk about and it encompasses, like, you know, again, there's more than just the, I need to go to bed earlier or take a day off or whatever. It's all these different buckets we've talked mm-hmm. about because if you don't hit each bucket, then there's going to be out of balances too. Right. And I think we just need to stop using excuses and time and the next thing on your to-do list as a reason to push like rest as a priority to tomorrow Mm. or next week or at the end of the month when this is done or when we have vacation planned in two months. Mm -hmm. No, that's, I'm, I'm saying that's not okay anymore. (laughs) Redefine what rest looks like and figure out how you can do it every day. I love it. We'll make it a challenge. We'll do it. Yeah, we totally will. So that's coming friends. That's coming. That's coming. A rest challenge. A rest challenge. Yeah, I think that's great. I'm going to need everyone to lay down in corpse pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yep. We're just going to Shavasana all of the time. Yeah. Like the end yeah. of yoga, which is always the best pose anyways. Just, uh, 100%. Love that one. It's I normally best. fall asleep. <laughs> exactly. Because your body's like, yes, this is needed. Stillness. Uh, stillness. We need more stillness in our lives. That's right. That's right. Well, friends, we hope this was really enjoyable for you. Um, and we hope you're walking away with um, maybe a new definition of what rest looks like and maybe some ideas of how you're going to um, prioritize the different types of rest um, in your life. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.